please don't take Cody One Among Us and you from me. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only thing keeping them afloat. Start your subway engines. It's time for RuPaul's Pod Race, a queer Star Wars podcast, and welcome back to another week of chaos. I'm Noah. My pronouns are he, him, and my gender this week is Obi-Wan Kenobi wearing a little fruity pair of booty shorts that says, the force won't let me die on the ass, on Tatooine. That's where uh, I'm at this week. Oh my god. I can't. We're starting off strong, girlies. My name is Ollie. My pronouns are they, them, and my gender this week is gay pride stormtrooper Funko Pop. Homophobia in the chat tonight um, is, I, I am under attack. I'm under fire. I think we need to find a new host to replace Ollie. Yeah. So if you, if you could come right on, now. we've got time. We've got a new space. Hi, my name is Mel. Um, I use they, them pronouns. Um, you can find me on TikTok at Grunkle Rex. And my gender this week is Wrecker and Marie Kondo's Target Home Collection. What? Can it Please? be the, in the little, like, the white girl font that's, like, home? Like, the really tall letters. The, <laughs> the, like, the Ray Dunn. The yeah, black exactly. Wrecker. Fuck me, I should have said Wrecker X Ray Dunn. God damn it. Oh, God. <laughs> okay, um, hi. My name's Claudia. My pronouns are she, her. My at on all social media is Kaludia says, K-A. Um, my gender of the week is Darth Mulaney. Um, <laughs> um, congrats so exciting to... to hear he killed Princess Diana. <laughs> Wait, no, Princess Bro, Diana is Satine. <laughs> Darth Mulaney Wait, killed that, that... Duchess Satine. Does that make Obi-Wan into Prince, what's his name? No, don't I'm choosing, that. and oh, oh my god, god, Cody is Camilla. No! No! Is, wait, okay, wait, 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 is he dead now? No, he is still alive. Unfortunately, <laughs> <laughs> the world's name. Unfortunately, Love. he is still amongst us. Oh my god, yes. among us in real life. I'm Jess. My pronouns are they, them. You can find me on most social media at Kawaii Jessio, and my gender this week is... <laughs> tech slanderer but not really i just put him at the bottom of my rank list wow passive aggression with a capital p and i support it i also (laughs) would like to add that we are recording a lot later than we normally would so if our our east coast friends are a little unhinged it's because it is currently 11 p.m anyway you to assume we're not already unhinged i was like are you less unhinged when we record this at like five like i in what world no you're so you're so true so true bestie last week we had assigned lex bunteri at birth and that was at the regular recording time so i don't want to hear that we're we're more unhinged now than we were last week i will not stand for this yeah i feel like it's just the same amount of unhinged to be honest is just it, later in the day. Like, okay, is it Bully Ollie Day or did I miss a memo or something? Because <laughs> I feel yeah. like there's, I feel like this is a little toxic. Can we do? Can we do that Phineas and Ferb audio where it's like Do Which Much Evil Incorporated after hours, but it's just this podcast after hours because it's later. Can we make that? <laughs> That's just our Discord voice chat. At at this point, yeah, so valid of you, bestie. Um, so do you anyway, guys, yeah, Mel, let's do talk you episode three. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, I was gonna say, Mel, do you want to lead us into discussing this episode? I mean, sure. My my little point is at the top of the list. Um, <laughs> I am so happy. This episode started so strong. Um, this episode's called, I think, Replacements. Um, and we immediately got a really great Hunter being a dad moment. Um, with iPad baby Omega, it, representation is important. Seeing that little iPad baby is inspiring a generation. Um, I really appreciated also just a minute detail that she was like laying on gonky. I think that's very important and we need to talk about it more. Bestie vibes only. Bestie vibes only. We were talking about last week that there's not a lovable droid character in Bad Batch and gonky, gonky's here for us. Yeah, the canonical name of the droid is gonky. We we did figure find that out. So thank God it's not a mouse droid because I I really wouldn't want to deal with that. (laughs) The Bad Batch needs to save the MSE six. That's their next mission. They don't even go back for crosshair. They go back for MSE six. So like we gotta pick this thing up. Like they're in danger. We can't keep doing this. Yeah. um, (laughs) Just a reminder again. Think. Think before you speak. Dave Filoni isn't going to decanonize the sequels. He's going to decanonize off MSC6 and men. (laughs) For those of you who who don't know, 
know who That's are for li- the best. who are listening. A quick primer. There is a book called from a certain point of view with a short story in it called of msc six and men that confirms that tarkin is gay and hooking up with stormtrooper tk421 and there's a mouse droid it is told from the perspective of the mouse droid msc six so when we joke about msc six that is what you're referring to that is also the basis of tarkin talk which is all of us going why did they make the fascist man gay we're it all is a, it is a, a commentary anyways continue we're also three episodes into a podcast tarkin talk was already in full swing when we recorded episode one so i do apologize if you don't already know about that if you don't know the lore i will start gatekeeping let's gatekeep tarkin <laughs> Can we do that? Because oh. I mean, he's a gay character, so he technically belongs to us. Like we have, we have agency and ownership. Lucasfilms, give me the Tarkin. But I don't want give him the Tarkin. I don't want. Too him. bad. Assign Tarkin at birth. Uh, that's he that's... not assigned Tarkin at birth. I can, honestly, okay, guys, I really want to talk about the Bad Batch. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah, back on um, yeah. Tarkin was in this episode and he okay. got promoted. And also, to be fair. I do think this is the last time we'll be seeing him for a while. I think Thank God. 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 Fucking yeah. out. Ollie, same mind. Like we <laughs> we understood. Period. I, I think Rampart's gonna be our main Imperial baddie, which I already hate him just about as much as I hate Tarkin. So Tarkin X Rampart shipping. Shut up. Think I'd rather before you speak. I would rather have people ship Rampart and Tarkin than either of them in cro- and crosshair keep so crosshair away from those men that's so fair uh i agree with mel really loved epic dad moments this episode and there were so many of them like i will say my favorite moment in the opening of the episode was definitely when wrecker is like we're gonna die and then he's like oh shit there's a child here we're gonna be just fine and i'm like i i want to believe that was more to convince himself than it was for omega because that child's like yeah probably and he's like i gotta believe Okay, theory. Wrecker is the uncle on the water slide that says he'll go with his nephew, but only does that because he's too scared to go by himself. Oh, that absolutely. Is my I am that aunt. I have been that aunt. I am Wrecker. Absolutely. Absolutely. I've gone to the top of the water slide and then walked back down, even though the ch- the children went down the water slide. I am Wrecker. Absolutely. I so not to felt- twist your words, but do you can Wrecker? Stop. Fair no, I can tech. We know I can tech, but you said that unironically. Say... <laughs> oh, I, I very much felt like Wrecker in that moment. Like whenever I go on a roller coaster or anything, I am Wrecker. I will say this: that's that one scene. It's a part of like something I've noticed in the past three episodes of like making the Star Wars universe very grounded, which is always what the clone episodes always did. Like. Every single time that Anakin and Ahsoka crashed a ship, they were like, ah, oh well, and they would hop out and they'd be like, boop a doop a doop. And with this, they were like, oh, we crashed the ship. Guess we gotta fix it. Oh, this is legitimately scary. Oh no, oh, I have an injury. Oh, oh, they were like, do we have like they were just like, I guess we need money and food. <laughs> and this was ba- this was bad and this was traumatic. And it wasn't just like oh Anakin, he did it again. Like <laughs> like it was very grounding and it was very cool. Um I just I just love that. I just thought that it was like wow, that's flavor, that's taste. So I, I agree 100 percent I feel like this episode did a lot to establish the tone that this was gonna be a bit more real. Um there's a lot yeah. there. I do think like the first instance of that was when it was like um, we're actually running out of food. And I was like, wow, is the Bad Batch going to starve to death? That's that's kind of problematic. But my other thing, I think, this is a lot more real. Because in Clone Wars and in Rebels, all of the Star Wars animated shows, we've seen violence. There's been fighting. But I can't recall a time where we've seen that many people get shot and, like, killed so brutally. And specifically civilians. Correct. It was, it yeah. was not even like, oh, it was in an explosion or it was in some situation it was like this dude got shot and we saw it happen it's a very there might be a couple moments in rebels but i i not not really rebels yeah because i watched rebels just recently and it like if they did show someone getting shot it was they were getting stunned so they were just passed out on the floor they weren't actually dead 
Also, rarely, I think it happens in Star Wars that our POV character, one of them, is the one doing the actual murdering. Yeah. Like, especially because Crosshair is a character that I would hope that they'd set up a redemption arc for, but, like, this dude just helped murder civilians. That's kind of a big hurdle for a redemption arc to overcome at any point in time. Epic Winter Soldier That's is complicated. I mean, yeah. But also, I think the, the weird... I mean, even, like, The Mandalorian, a show which is not for like a younger audience we still don't directly see din doing a lot of like murder on people that are innocent like he's a bounty hunter or they're droids like these are just people that were there i would i would also add to that um the thing i think it's very reminiscent of like what i'm worried about what's going to happen to crosshair it's very reminiscent of like a vader moment where it's like Vader's done so much bad stuff. Vader advocated for genocide and allowed an entire planet to get destroyed. Vader couldn't have had a redemption arc. So he had like a redeeming moment at the end when he took out Palpatine. I'm very worried that something like that is going to happen to Crosshair. Um, Cause I think it's honestly after that, even though he is under mind control and I would like to see a moment of clarity where he's like, oh my God, hey, I did some not so cool things. I do kind of feel like we're past a, point of you're cool and you're gonna be back on the team like yeah I would also agree with that because what I was thinking about watching the episode was like there are some clones who are chipped like Cody my husband um who would feel remorse and regret even if he was told like you had no agency in this you were forced to do it like no matter what he would still feel some level of guilt over that action and I don't know a ton about Crosshair's moral compass but something gives me the vibe that even if they were like, hey, you murdered civilians, he'd be like, what about it? Like, that's, it's fine, it happened. Like, I don't think that he would feel as much um, problem. He wouldn't see a big issue with that because of who he is as a person. I, to speak on Crosshair's behalf, even though I'm not a Crosshair, I'm not a Crosshair Kinney, I'm not a Crosshair Simp in any way, shape or form. I will say this, they did say they like they they turned up the gas on his chip on like they did on everybody else's so any like remorse or anything that anybody else like even other clones we were were like oh maybe we don't have to like they kind of mirrored uh what some of the stormtroopers did but they were like well we don't have to like kill civilians and they they were like step on the gas with with crosshair so i'm gonna i'm gonna give him that a little bit and also what you were saying about the the vader moment or whatever i'm like don't compare him to vader he chose he chose to be a fascist crosshair they oh, absolutely they, they yes, did control correct. that man um yes. but but and i i like to call those i like to call those uh final moments of atonement rather than moments of redemption because i hate when people call them redemption moments because you're like it's it's not it's not realistic love um yeah i agree but i will say we did say we have never seen anything this dark well not this dark but like like it's always implied when they just shoot on civilians or whatever the one time it has felt this way is rogue one and they did say it was going to be like rogue one and we were all like oh no they're all gonna die rogue one which could still happen but it, it, I think it's also like, this is a rogue one of like, oh no, we're just, ha- we're starting out with a war crime real early. Um, it, it has the same vibe as rogue one of that there are really beautiful moments in it, but it also feels, wow, this is, this is really real, really fast. <laughs> um, anyways. Oh, a little bit of a downer. No, I completely like agree and, and see that. And I think also, I, I might've talked about this um, before, but I, I have a big problem in Western media with this whole idea of redemption arcs. I think so often we feel like we have to, uh, uh, a, not atone, but like we have to forgive these people for like, oh, like you did these terrible things. Like, oh my God. But it's like, no, you actually, you don't. You wicked don't have to forgive a person. Like, can we see where they're coming from? Can we see that like Crosshair has like been, it's beyond his control? Yes, but that doesn't mean that we have to be like, yep, Crosshair's back with the team. Everything's fine and dandy. Um, yeah. And not to like um, direct away from Star Wars, but my, my my favorite example of that problem that especially like Western people have watching media is Zuko and Azula. Because oh. whenever people call for a redemption arc for Azula, I'm like, no, no, that's not possible. Like, honestly, and that's the same with Vader. Like, I like that Claudia's like, he has a redeeming moment, but he is not a redeemed character. Like, you can do something that is good and not be a good person. But yeah, it's it's weird because 
um, Western media, especially post-World War II Western media, I'm thinking like historical or whatever, has this tendency to take very overtly fascist characters and find a way to forgive them. And historically, part of the reason that happens, this is going so far off Star Wars, I'm so sorry, but like, I'm thinking about this now. It's not um, though, it's like very relevant to Star Wars though. Um, part of the reason this happens is because America after um, World War II could not find a way to reconcile its lack of action against the Nazis with the Nazis themselves. So they would create characters that would do atrocitous things that could then be redeemed from that point and by proxy redeem the public and redeem the government and redeem themselves. So I, I agree with Mel in this idea that not all characters are redeemable characters and especially in media that is around this weird age group of like children and 20 year olds. Um, I see this weird overlap of people who really desperately want to redeem every bad character. And I'm like, guess what? Not every bad character is redeemable and that should be okay to do. This, I mean, to be, I'd, you were saying, oh, it's straying away from Star Wars. I'm like, that is actually like, well, Star Wars is one of my favorite things in the world. That is actually one of my biggest problems with Star Wars. And that's why we're a Sagarera household. Because I'm like, no, there is no forgiveness. There, like, that, like, I, there's this thing in Star Wars of like, oh, that everyone deserves a second chance or whatever. Like, I love Luke Skywalker, whatever. But no bestie, there isn't still good in him. He is a war criminal. Actually, no. Um, that, and that's something I find very problematic. And that was something that was something that I knew they would do in the sequel movies. And then they did it. And I was like, I hate it here. Um, and, and that's something that like, it is one of the things that I hate about Star Wars the most. Um, wow, I'm going to be one of those toxic people, but that that's one of those things. And so that's why the other media, see, that's why Full Metal Alchemist is the, um, is the superior piece of media in this essay, I will. Anyways. Um. That's actually why I liked um, Leia's character a lot in, in Bloodlines and the Extended Universe of her, because she very much is like, no, I don't care that we're related. He's still a bad person. Like he's still a murderer. He still does things that I don't like. I was going to add as well. I think that there is a certain merit. This is something that I've always had a problem with in media is that bad characters are either this twisted moral character who has internal struggle or is a monolith for evil. So I think there's something very useful to having say like this character still has good with it within them, but they are irredeemable, which is why I think something like Vader yes. makes more sense. It's obviously not perfect, but there is a point in saying Vader was, Vader had done irredeemable things and did not deserve a full redemption arc. But it is important to show that those who participate in fascist regimes and those who participate in evil acts are human. Because if we dehumanize them to a certain amount, it makes people forget that those are regular people and stuff like that can happen. And that- Louder people in the back. Say yeah. it again. It's always, this is something that's always bothered me, but yeah, anyway. <laughs> yeah, no, I completely agree. And I think also that the one, I don't wanna say, hmm, I feel conflicted about it because I haven't quite explored that in my head yet. Um, that's why I think I'm more comfortable with the idea of it being Luke who redeems Vader, that it is a family, familial and intrapersonal moment. It is not the entire universe is forgiving Darth Vader because, well, see, that's the problem because they kind of, they kind of say that though in the larger like meta text of like suddenly Anakin's a force ghost even though he never learned how to fucking do that where's Anakin's force ghost training actually I don't give a fuck about Rey Skywalker's training where the fuck was Anakin's force ghost training um fucking Mary Sue <laughs> Mary Sue he's the biggest Mary Sue honestly Love. Anakin is he is truly the big the only Mary Sue he's more of a Mary Sue than anybody fucking like five-year-old pod racer okay but see, he doesn't, he isn't a Mary Sue because he becomes a fascist. And he's a man. <laughs> Mary you ever Sue notice moment. that male characters never get called Mary Sue's? Isn't that lovely and frustrating? I think they should. Let's start calling every- I think every, they should too. I think Obi-Wan Kenobi's a Mary Sue. Darth Revan is a Mary yeah. Sue. I said what I said. Um, I, is Evan Callis' child? Hey, don't yeah. talk about the Callis of child like that now. You're right. I'm so sorry. Darth Sidious, on the other hand, that's a Mary Sue. Where was his training? We never see it. Um... But yeah, no, uh, Mel made, made, made this point that I like too about the idea that like the whole universe is not, should not be the one that forgives Vader or any character for that matter. And I also think in the real world, there's this very weird push for when someone harms a community that the whole community has apologized. And I'm like, first of all, not a monolith, like no, and no community is universally the same. But also I hate people like, I want to apologize like this community. And I'm like, how do you apologize to all of them? And why do you think that every single person owes you that. 
Because, like, personally, I don't think, like, not to use, like, Cara Dune in a good point, but I have to. It's the first character I can think of. But, like, friends of Cara Dune who are a part of the rebellion and die, they don't owe Vader or, like, they don't owe him forgiveness. They don't owe anyone on the Death Star forgiveness. The people of Alderaan don't owe him forgiveness. But there's this weird push, especially, like Claudia was saying, in, in Star Wars, of all places, that every character that does a bad thing is somehow owed that. And they're like, no, they're not. Actually, no, they're not. That's actually one of the reasons I don't like Bloodline and I don't like um, a lot of the stuff in the New Republic era because they're like, oh, these people, they defected from the Empire or whatever. Like they have the whole piece about how Leia's like, actually, I I think Vader's stupid and people shouldn't have to forgive him. And then she's like, and now I'm going to become friends with a young Republican. And you're like, bestie what? Bestie Wait, pause. What? what the fuck? That is oh literally my God. the plot of Bloodline. I'm not with you oh my I God. read that Leia sl- wait Leia slash Ben Shapiro it's no it's literally he's literally Ben Shapiro no okay let me let me describe it oh, what is even at the cursed section of the of the fucking podcast okay, she just says Leia x Ben Shapiro <laughs> I'm so sorry in, besties she walks into her fellow senator young senators she's older but he's a young senator's um, he's he's giving me Lux Bonteri vibes, to be honest. Not Lux. <laughs> Don't come for my based king Lux <laughs> like that. What? You know what? I actually this is slander to Lux Bonteri. Um, she she walks in his office like to meet him or something. You know, he's on an opposing side or whatever, and she's like, "All right, I'm gonna talk to him on Leia. You know, I talk to everybody. You know, I'm Bail Organa's daughter, or whatever. I think that's what happens." She walks in and then she has like a full panic attack because his entire office is full of imperial propaganda. He's a literal neo-Nazi. So he's like one of those people, he's one of those people who has like the freaking Trump 2020 flags, Republican, (laughs) like having a MAGA hat and it's 2021. Yeah. I have walked into a Republican's congressional office like that. And then the rest of the book is basically she having, her having to team up with this guy to figure out that the first order is being built because he's like, I don't under, like, he's got like, he's like a Republican. He's like, he's like, oh my God. He's like the Lincoln project. Like, wow, very, like, very bad people on both sides of you, Star Wars. Thank you so much. I I'm, I love your, I love your modern so representation. Thank you so I much. I hate it so much. Anyway, but that's, there's a lot of stuff in the New Republic that I, I hate because of that. It's a wider, it's a wider problem with Star Wars, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It's a very, yeah, very not pog moment for Star Wars. Um, even though that book has a lot of like really cute Han and Leia stuff and like, et cetera, et cetera. But um. But I mean, and there's, uh, that's also why I couldn't get through like the alphabet squadron stuff too. Cause they were like, they were like, yeah, there's people who like defected, but they waited until um, Operation Cinder to defect. And I'm like, oh, really? You waited Thanks. all the way till then. And now, and, like, and they I draw the, the line rebellion. at kidnapping babies. Like, <laughs> yeah. Maybe you should have drawn the line a little earlier, bestie. That arc is that scene from Community where they're talking and, and she's like, I can excuse racism, but I draw the line at animal cruelty. Literally, it's racism. It's literally that. Like, uh, it's literally all of these Imperials and then them basically being like, well, the the rebellion's bad now because they're holding Imperials in camps. And you're like, bestie! It's mess and I hate it. Anyways, I don't know how we got into this part of the discussion, but... um, (laughs) I mean, this is like very on brand for Star Wars and it's important that someone says it. but speaking of, now that we've had our, our epic um, fascism discussion, um, do we want to talk about Tech Bazinga moment? Yes. Um, because Jess, I know both of us have very similar Tech Bazinga moment feelings um, because Claudia has been slandering all of the tech haters. And I'm not a tech hater. I'm simply a, not a tech enjoyer. I'm um, a tech truthist. Um, I know the reality <laughs> of the character. I, I tech when he, I swear, when Tech was like, when Hunter was like, um, Tech, I thought you said the diagnose, like the diagnostic said that everything was fine and we just got dropped out of warp speed. And Tech was like, well, warp speed's not necessary to, uh, you know, preserving our lives. I was like, huh? Pardon? Jess, yeah, you, you no, have things to similar. say about this. Please go on. When he said that, I was just like, um, Maybe it might not be important to to all of your life support, but uh, life is about to not support you anymore because I'm gonna end you. 
Life is about to not support you. Just self-insert kills tech AU. That's our fan fiction for the week. (laughs) Fed my boy for a second. Because here's the thing. People are like, oh, tech tech just says shit like that. True. That is true. However, and this episode, we did get a little, and last episode, we get a little tech and echo bonding. And you do realize that, oh, they share a brain cell. Like, tech is that kind of character that what I like to call a Schrodinger's himbo, which is they are, hold on, hold on. I don't know if you guys have ever heard what a Schrodinger's himbo is. A Schrodinger's himbo is they are a smart character or a capable character on paper. But when they, but, <laughs> but their their brain cell does turn off for interpersonal relations. You, I feel like you can no, feel all of second, us please. like chomping at the bit no, to be like, no, you just called tech second, a himbo. Please. So no, me... I, I didn't. I didn't. I, hold on. I wasn't done. I wasn't done. So he's, he's, he, I said he's in that class of character. He's not a himbo. He's not, but he's in that class of character of like, he's very smart. Also, same with Echo. Very smart, but they do share like one brain cell. And that I, I love that dynamic Untrue. between them. Echo slander? As the only homosexual man in the chat tonight. Uh, <laughs> here's my, here's my thing. Here's my thing. One, Schrodinger's cat is still a fucking cat. So if you're going to call it Schrodinger's himbo, it's still got to be a himbo. You can say Schrodinger's brain cell. I didn't say he was a himbo. I said it was in that same vein of reasoning, okay? As someone who was recently attacked on TikTok by people calling Tech a DILF, I would just like to say patently and correctly, (laughs) Tech is firmly... A twink that says no fats, no femmes, no Asians. How dare you? He would never. He would never. I have seen him on Grinder before. Wait. I know it's there. Wait. I know it in my soul. Let me say this. Um, whitewashed tech, yes. The tech we all know love in our hearts, who is not whitewashed, no. Where is he? Well, we don't like to see him. Where are we? Where is he? he Brown tech would never do this to me. Melanin Tech would never do this to me, not my Melanin King. Here's, this here's, is not here's, my melanated wife. Here's here's my here's my tech defense: is that there are some dads, and uh, who are just like, listen, um, if my partner does everything else in the house, I fix the Wi-Fi. I I know how all electronics work. I whatever. And, so he's like a I, distant male wife. So you're positing emotionally <laughs> distant, just ranking distant male wife. wife. <laughs> he's, just, he's just, he's just, uh, he's. I'm just, I'm just saying, yes. I'm pushing the tech. I'm pushing the tech male wife agenda where he's like, I'm just here to look cute and fix the Wi-Fi. I know, but my court is look um, cute. Okay, speaking of um, alone, guys, okay, we can't have this tech. tech. This tech discourse. Speaking of tech, of fixing the Wi-Fi. Can I say one thing well, really fast? This was the so other Claudia, Claudia, when you, for whatever reason, when you said, you're like, I just here to fix the Wi-Fi, all I could hear was like Italian tag being like, <laughs> being like, I fix it in Wi-Fi, I make it a meatball. <laughs> all I could hear. This is hey, evolving so, so fast. Can I just, um bring up the speaking of tech fixing the wi-fi that moment when you know he is trying to fix the ship and then echo's like did you hear that text just kind of like not now stop i hated that so much i was like like, they're honestly the two whitest members of the bad batch and like they need to stick together Italian I can't tech. with y'all. I can't. I'm with sorry y'all. that we I brought Italian tech into the world, but literally, I was like, I have to say this. I have to he looks like Waluigi. Guys, 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 we can't with this. We can't keep doing this. Mamma mia, not again. <laughs> okay, not Holy to, shit. <laughs> not to, um, you know, move move us along. You do, uh, <laughs> but um, we were ha- speaking of cognitive dissonance. <laughs> Uh, Wrecker got some head trauma in this episode that I am very concerned about. Fear. New fear unlocked that maybe maybe he's going to have a a tough type situation go down Mm. and I do think that's how we are going to go back to Kamino. Epic chip moment. Yeah. (laughs) Do we know, uh, I actually don't know the answer to this, but does anyone know how many episodes are in the Bad Batch? Because I don't. Have they told us that? Yeah, 16. So here's my thing about that narratively because going back to Camino for me is like a end of the road kind of thing 
So I would hope that they wouldn't, if they're going to do that, they wouldn't do it for a while. But yeah, Mel, I was also very concerned because they made so many like super, super obvious shots of him being like, ow, the part of my head where the chip is to the point where I want to be like, is this a red herring? Like, are you doing this to be distracting? Because it just, it sort of seemed like that. But I don't, I'm also like, Dave would do that to us. He totally would. I agree. I feel like I was also very in like, this must be like, this is so obvious. It must be red herring. But then I thought about it more and I was like, Dave is the king of doing things that are obvious and you can see it coming. And that's why it's so effective is because the whole time you're like, I know this is going to happen. One of the reasons Clone Wars was so effective because it's like, I know Anakin's going to be Vader. The whole time you're like, I know it's coming. Yeah. And which is how I'm feeling about uh, vis-a-vis Wrecker's chip. Yeah. Well, you and I, uh, we kind of had the same, slightly diverging, but kind of the same thought of like, okay, his chip is activated. My thought was like, so you're telling me that each of their, like they said like, oh, we got to get them back here. And my first thought was like, oh, they're going to take out a bounty on them. And Fennec is going to be the one who has to have the bounty that has to haunt them down. Um, but then she's going to team up with them and then he's going to replace Crosshair or whatever. But then I was like, wait, what if they start coming in one by one because their chips keep getting activated and then Omega's the last one left. And it's very sad because they, they really hammered into like really sweet moments and this episode had the really sweet like wrecker and omega moment and i was like david i will also say this though um because we joke a lot about the bad batch getting rogue one rogue one uh which i think is still a very feasible theory the problem that i have with this idea that they're all going to be dead or gone is that you have a child character who by the end of the series cannot possibly be on their own they're not old enough to manage it themselves so i'm sort of like i'm i'm I saw a theory on TikTok. I'm sorry to remember who like posted it. it. May have been one of us, maybe somebody else. This idea that Wrecker, not Wrecker, that Hunter is gonna be the last one left with Omega. And I kind of think we're headed there. I will always jump in and say I am firm in the belief that I this is my working theory. This from the second we saw Omega, okay, I was like, first of all, the batch is gonna get Rogue One. That's just that because they're not why the fuck would they not be in Rebels if um or you know, they could have died somewhere in between, but just in my mind's eye. Um so my mind goes to Fennec. I think Fennec and Omega have some type of relationship um, in terms of like taking care girl of- Girl boss moment. Girl boss moment, Saw Guerrera type moment where it's like a Saw Jin type parallel. And then we're going to see oh. Omega in Book of Boba Fett. I'm oh. obsessed with your mind. I actually your love that direction. Mind. I had not thought about that at all and I love that. I was thinking that it was going to be like um, Echo- alive at the end because I thought like Echo like oh they fall down like dominoes and Echo has a re- last remaining member of the squad moment but Fennec is so much better <laughs> I do think that would also offer at least in my in my brain like a, a logical way for them to have these characters coexist at the same time because the complicated thing about writing shows that are set after your other shows is like we do have to answer the question where are they during Rebels like that, and it's the same with Cody. We talked about this last week of like, we just don't know where he is, but signs point to not here. Because if he was, we probably would have seen him in that. But then we also have to consider, they may just say, fuck it, and do a little retcon moment because these characters did not even come close to existence when Rebels was being written and was coming They did that out. with white Caleb Doom. Stop. <laughs> no. yes. I mean, no, Who's I mean, white baby really is that? <laughs> They really did like retcon the, like the Kanan comics. They didn't yeah. retcon them entirely, but they changed enough that it kind of, for those who are Kanan comic truthers, to be like, nah, pause. Yeah, well, I'm sorry, just go Cassis is the same way. Like, he's smack in the middle of an era where we should be seeing him everywhere in Star Wars Imperial Air properties, and he's nowhere to be found. And neither any of those characters, I don't think that in the next Fallen Order game, they're going to be like, and they all died. So sorry about it. But- Oh, she passed away. Oh, but that's the complicated thing here is I'm not totally sure if they're going to do the retcon or if they're going to do the Mel approved route, which I actually do like of having Fennec and Omega go off together. But then we have to answer much more emotionally worse question. How do they split up? Like, at what point do they stop being together? Very Rex and Ahsoka moment. Because I just, yes. I just want to say that I do think it's very like, you know, possible, viable that Omega, Omega is going to be the last one. And Noah, you saying like, 
frick, what did you even say? <laughs> My brain went blank. Um, about how, how could like a child end up surviving by themselves? Uh, Boba was kind of doing that. <laughs> also, Bo- Jin at some point, I guess. I kind of yeah. thought about that. But yeah, so it's Jin at possible some point as well. that Omega could just <laughs> be by her lonesome self. As a that child. theory is that Omega is able to mimic all of the skills of the Bad Batch and then uses those to survive solo for a yeah. number of years. Oh, no. <gasps> no. You gave Please. me goosebumps when you said that. I genuinely... I'm sorry. Are you Dave? She was having those moments again, too, where she was mimicking Hunter in this episode. Yeah, can let's guys, talk about that. Can you guys stop? Because you're going to say it and you're going to manifest it. I need you to shut the fuck up. My one thing about manifestation that I love knowing is that these episodes are already written and animated. We're just watching them come out. So no matter what I say, it's already set in stone no matter what happens. If we have this much power, can we start manifesting some canon gay characters? Yeah, let's all start really hard thinking about like, man, it sure would be cool if Eli Vanto, correct. It sure would be cool if the Obi-Wan Kenobi series was just about him going to Pride on Tatooine. Yeah. Also, Claudia, yeah. you said Kalazeb as though Dave Filoni did not on Twitter this week confirm that they are canonically oh, married and have two kids. So yes, check your knowledge. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite characters, Mara, Jade, and Revan, they're two children. Um, so happy to hear about that. Oh, guys, Mel and I are going to be Mara, Jade, and Revan Calisarelios for Halloween. Um, I so I think everyone Exciting. has to choose who they're going to be in that family for Halloween. That's going to be our podcast costume. Yeah, I'm someone he- can be. Ki- <laughs> I hate it here. I hate it here. Ew. Oh my god. Oh, 20 minutes without bringing up he challenge. I'm going to be tougher. He's not involved, but I want him there. Sorry, I'm sorry. No, it's um Eli Vanto, you know? Because didn't you all hear about how Eli was confirmed he in Thrawn Treason? Check out our TikTok for more epic he moments. <laughs> um, This is another thing. Uh, Yeah, I think I will say, unless anyone else has anything to say to conclude my thoughts on this week's Bad Batch episode, um, very excited for Anderon, extremely excited to see more Saw Gerrera, terrified of how fans are going to treat him. Um, I'm very, my horrible dream team, we were talking about um, sort of changing the Kanan comics storyline, and I feel like I thought of another character who they may do that with and make sort of speed up their storyline a little bit if we see callus on onderon and we see the lasat kill callus's team and i know i said this last week and i will say it again but if Best i see you know. if i see any of you coming for son being like oh he gave my sweet callus like he made him hate a, the lasat and then made him commit genocide on lasan i will be hitting the block button immediately Mel, please go. I saw you have something yeah, to say. Yeah, um, my immediate thought this entire time, as soon as Cross... Oh my god, I almost called him Crossfire. I do have to walk no. into the ocean and die. Um, Crosshair Callus is, is the team up that I am terrified okay. of. The second he fucking killed that motherfucker in the death uh, trooper squad, I was like, there is suddenly a new open position and there is a bitch who <gasps> has some trauma. You are so right, made. Bestie. That is absolutely no. what I was thinking. Same brain. No, 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 so, no, 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 no. Wait, saying. no, Callus, but Callus is an ISB agent. Well, see, well, that's actually, I- um, actually, um, so here's what I'm saying. I'm having a tech, I'm having a tech moment, uh, technically. Um, oh, you did not compare tech um, to Ben Shapiro. No, get out. Tech get Shapiro. out. That's homophobic. Tech goes. Not tech goes Shapiro. to Space Home Depot and buys a two by four and puts it in a plastic bag. I'm well, so um, sorry. Anyway, we need a new yes. host for the podcast. I, no, no, I was going to say. No, so valid for that. No, thank you, you so are, much. You're so valid for for Division tech Shapiro. In the pod. This is thank Fine. you so what much. What is Callis? Oh, oh, okay. So technically, so what I was saying, I was reading the Wikipedia because I'm obsessed with this idea and I'm terrified. Um, what I was thinking is, as I said, in the Canaan comics, like it's a little bit different how Order 66 went down. So what I'm thinking is they could have it be because Callus was in one of the first classes that graduated from the Imperial Academy on Coruscant. And it's kind of implied that then he joins the ISB, like he trains under Yularen in the Imperial Academy and then goes to ISB when he graduates. So what I'm thinking is- That's what they they all do. Correct. But what I'm thinking is what they could do is have it be like, oh, he's a fresh, he's fresh from like our thing. And this is his first mission. Maybe he just became an officer and then he comes back and gets promoted to ISB. 
because there aren't like super strict callous lore moments like there are but I could see them fudging it enough that it could make sense yeah, yeah, or this... they're already planning to do that they did it with Kanan so exactly so they said that it's okay to do they said rebels <gasps> close enough oh speaking of rebels I had an idea you know where we have not been in a while we have not we if we, if we went to back to Onderon, we have not been back to Ryloth which is another quite war-torn planet and young if, Harris if, and Dula young Harrison Dula because because we see Cham Syndulla in 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 the in the Clone Wars and like and and in Rebels and um like the the progression from local Rebels to that those Rebels is the same as seeing Saw's progression as well it would make a lot of sense for them to go to Ryloth as well because Ryloth is another one that is Imperial occupied um anyways um young Harrison Dula rights baby if we saw young Hera that means we'd also see Chopper because she found Chopper <gasps> during the Clone Wars technically baby Chopper baby war criminal he wouldn't even be a baby he'd just be baby Chopper, baby Chopper. Size Chopper. Guys, guys baby Yoda's broke baby Chopper baby <laughs> Chopper's woke ba- ba- yeah anyway baby shark I don't know her um <laughs> What I was going to say is speaking of this whole, where, where do we go next? Um, Julia is a friend of all of ours, I believe. Um, but I do watch the episodes with her. Um, she's lovely on TikTok, Julia Christine 77. Um, she also is like, has an absurd knowledge of Mandalore, like the Mandalorian historian. Um, and there's a little beastie that we encounter on this episode. And what is it called? It's an Ordo lizard. Where is Ordo? Oh, it's right next to Mandalore. Shit. Um, so I didn't even that's know that. I love. That's very interesting. <laughs> Shout that's out to where... Julia, our Mandalorian yeah. knowledge queen. Like, oh my God, it's Ricky Kenobi one. It's Dave. It's Dave. We know we're going to Mandalore. It's not a Dave production if we're not going to Mandalore. Like, come on. We're going. We're at least talking about it. Like, yeah. at least showing Corky off lore when. Literally. Corky Kreese Kenobi when. Actually, actually, the next Death Trooper is Corky Kenobi. <laughs> so Simon Callis. <laughs> don't fucking oh my God. say that. What if they did that? Not Callis X Corky. I am. Yeah. You know what's Honestly, great? Their ship name is just Corky. Tidally speaking, you can do that. Or Callis. They both have K's. Corliss. I hate it here. I hate Corlissy. it here. Corlissy. <laughs> Okay, I'm, I'm so okay, silent. Uh, I do want to see Corky, but realistically, if there's any Mandalorian that Dave is gonna throw in somehow, I feel like it's Bo-Katan because she's what about everywhere. Din? What about baby Din? Baby Din? Oh he's in God. his convert right now. Not. He's not. He's, yeah, yes. he's at homeschool. Mandalore homeschool. Mandalorian homeschool. Sorry. Concordia. There, there is another. Fenral could. Yes! Oh my god! Yes! yes! Oh my god! My oh my king. god! Fenral from Mandalore. He he trained clones on Kamino. <gasps> Correct. Oh, yeah. It. Okay. Also, this would work because um, Tarkin, my gay icon, was talking about bringing in people to train new elite squads. So <gasps> theoretically, oh, no! that would actually be a really good intro for that character. It would make a lot of sense. This could also make sense as to Fenral, like why he was still not totally against the Empire and Rebels. Like he was not a fan of the Empire, but he king. also like he also was like, it's fine. Like they're not the worst thing for Mandalore right now. Waka waka. Okay, I, I uh, that just made me Finn feel insane. Fenral like Fen in Clone Wars style. Did we just predict the whole fucking show? Like last week, we we predicted the evil batch, and this week we're gonna predict Fenral. Like they're gonna go to Mandalore, and we're gonna be like, psych. Like, um, I'm just saying, canon canon gave Fenral. Let's go. That's what I'm asking I for, agree. Dave Filoni. I'm just saying we're manifesting Fenral next episode, and he Who is we shipping him with. <laughs> I can't with Hunter. that right now. <gasps> Hunter X Fen Rao is very good. <laughs> Hunter, <laughs> I would yeah. like to propose that uh, the the bad batch that's now in Camino just names themselves like the batter batch, like the, because, <laughs> the worst yeah, batch. You, yeah, the, well, because I really, I I really the baddies. The oh, baddie oh, batch. What I want to see though, you know, in like superhero stuff where like there's a supervillain and then like there's a copycat of the supervillain that's like. I'm the better version of this. I want that. 
I don't like that's the bad batch. We're the worst batch. Like I don't want them to get like really into it. I want them to well, have they, t-shirts. They kind of did that. They're going to be not like because there's Clone Force Nine Nine, and then there's what what are they called? Elite Force Nine Nine, the one that I talked about from Wikipedia. Like they're literally going to be like, oh well, we're we're also Nine Nine. So, um, what I was going to say is also we hear um, Crosshair's um, like clone ID number and the beginning of his number is 99 so there's also that let's talk about curse shit this week <laughs> truly Love. let's wait we... Cody watch Cody watch 2021 Jess oh he's not there <laughs> now we will be going to curse shit of the week do we want to talk about the epic TikTok moment that happened this week um yes. which is that our lord and savior Mark Hamill joined TikTok and um I think he is on like gay Star Wars cosplay TikTok which I is very is. fun as no, as you have tell, a fun. Yeah. You have a fun story. Yeah. Um. So basically, when Mark got on TikTok, I I was like, oh my god, like Mark Hamill is here. So obviously, me and the rest of fucking Star Wars TikTok was like, I got to comment on this man's post immediately. And then he liked my comment. That was my my first stage of like mentally uh, dissolving. And I was like, okay, I do want to tell this man. And a lot of uh, people in the comments, including everyone here, agreed with me. Like, he's done so much for his queer fans by, like, sticking up for us and talking about our deservedness to be in Star Wars. Like, genuinely, that man does seem to care about his queer fan base. So I made a video that was like, hey, yeah, um, you mean a lot to all of us. Like, me specifically. Like, I love you so much. I think you're great. And he commented on that video, at which point I, like, left the physical plane I think he literally was just like, I love people for who they are, not who they love with a little heart. And then he, he like, he put like MH, so I don't know who commented it. I didn't like frame it and get a tattoo of it immediately. Um, but here's the thing that I realized in the midst of my, my freak out, like, oh my God, Mark Hamill commented on a video that I made. My page contains a lot of things that are not great. Like uh, I've called Luke Skywalker a twink derogatory multiple times. And I realized the rest of Star Wars TikTok that he may be involved with is a garbage fire and that man's gonna see that garbage fire and interact with that garbage fire and i'm excited for that we're all we've all for the past week been going company is coming we can't let people know we sit we can't like, let mark know about talk and talk so people talk. have been tagging you, him in my talk and talk videos i'm like sir you like you can't know that we were joking about how how lucas tarkin's type like you can't you can't tag Mark Hamill in that. Like, please. I made a Tarkin, I made a Tarkin piss kink joke video. <laughs> the idea that Mark Hamill would see that. I would just delete my account, actually. Yeah, I'm really afraid of being perceived by Mark Hamill. I know everyone else, like, is actively trying to get his attention by tagging him and stuff. And I'm just over here like, no one better come into my comments and tag that man ever. I don't want him to know I exist. On a serious note, though, like, as a social manager, I know that either, like, somebody in his family or somebody else is running his social and is probably like, oh, this is a good one to reply to. And then, like, and then they'll hand him the phone and, like, he'll reply or he'll do his video or whatever. So that means that somebody else is seeing all your crazy shit on his For You page um, or all the things that you people tag him in. Um, I want to know so intensely what Mark Hamill's For You page looks like. Suddenly, that is my new only <laughs> Like, I mean, right now, it's probably bad because he's, like, just joined the app. But, like, I I truly, like, well, the, and that's why he signs things as MH, which means that that's actually him commenting um, and not, like, well, that, that that's actually him. You know what I mean? Like, a lot of celebrities' accounts do that even because they're usually run by somebody else. Um, and that's why... I, I'm like, oh, he's choosing who to respond to, which means that he he may he may be spared from seeing the worst. Like you guys might be okay, but that does mean someone close to him does have to see all of the Kylo Ren thirst edits. Like he's on he's on cosplay TikTok now. He duetted a cosplayer, and I was like, oh no, is he gonna see the person who does like thirsty Darth Maul cosplay? Oh no. All oh, I want is no. for him to find that um, Jar Jar Banks thirst trap cosplayer. That's all I want for Mark Hamill right now. Anyway, Mel, what were you going to say? I'm so sorry. See, uh, call me Mithron Yoroto. I preemptive strike blocked Mark. So Stop. I can't. Oh, we can't oh. do this. We can't do this, Marcus Aurelius. Mel. Um, I love you, bestie, but I 
I can't do it right now. You I did can't. it because you love him. Exactly. Yeah, that was, was that was out of, that was a sacrifice that you made for his sake, and we should really You're, appreciate you for that. Call it Thrawn. So smart. Thrawn sending Eli away. <laughs> I can't with you, you right now. Mel has sent Mark Hamill to the <laughs> Chase Ascendancy. <laughs> Mark Hamill, welcome um, to the Chase Ascendancy. <laughs> Mark Hamill meets Aralani, and she's like, "We need to get you out of here." Um, I think it's I think it's time for name that ship. I was just going to say name that ship. I think that that is, this is everyone's favorite segment, which is name that ship. And the premise of this, if you didn't listen last week, is that our hosts have gathered some fun fan fiction. um, And we are going to read the tags and our other hosts are going to try to guess what it is. And we will also go ahead and pause it. Please do not find these ships. Please do not find these tags. Please do not find these fan fictions and comment or harass the author. This is all in good fun. And if you do, I will be disappointed in you. I will personally come and curb stomp. Claudia, I know Same, we will personally I'm on, I'm on come and find you. Um, Claudia, I know you had one. Do you want to go first? Yeah, um, I actually had two that one of them I'm going to save for next week and I'm trying to decide which one I'm going to do and it's, ah! Um, all right, I'll do the first one. Um, okay, the rating is general audiences. I'm, that's a surprise. Um, you sound surprised by that, so now I'm like, I'm afraid because that sounded like it shocks you. <laughs> kind of. I didn't just remember that. Um, I so I was supposed to give you the rating, the title with um, correct the title is called "Till Death Do Us Part." This is already bad. This is I. I'm not gonna be able to get through this. Okay, here are the tags. I'm going to try and avoid character names. Character slash uh, in all caps. Character slash character is not romantic. All oh, caps. So is this a gen ship? There's no sh- actual romantic ship in this. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> character slash character is not romantic. All caps. All caps. They get sham. <laughs> they get, they get sh- what? <laughs> they get sham married and divorced and character one hates character two. Oh, so this what? is a Vegas, this is a Star Wars Vegas wedding moment. Oh. <laughs> fix it. This is a this is a Corellia wedding moment. Fix Stop it. it. Sequels fic. Fix it. Kid fic. Accidental baby acquisition. <laughs> Hang on, no, 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 no. Hold on. Was this written by Dave Filoni? <laughs> Come on, I'm not done. Ray is the baby. <laughs> Wait, 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 wait. I hate it. Based on a Tumblr post, um, insert character here and the prenup from hell. (laughs) Um, um, a character two clones freeform. All my homies hate character two. In the future, there will be character one slash Luke, or I'll, I'll share what that ship is called later. I know exactly. Where is Luke in this? I think I know exactly what this is. Found family. <laughs> um, okay. It's, the there is one of uncompleted number of chapters. The last time it was updated was August 2020. So that's the headspace they were writing this in. Can I? Okay. How many words is it? <laughs> How many words? Um, 2,900, 2,911 words. There's a lot to happen um, in that word Let phase. me see if there's any <laughs> other characters. Um, fandoms, Star okay. Wars. Can I? Clone let's... Wars, sequel trilogy. Um, okay. okay. Yeah. I have, okay. So this takes place. I'm going to assume, are these characters from like the Clone Wars prequels era? Like the main characters? Some of them, yes. Okay, bad, bad already to start. Is okay, are the is the main pairing what what era of Star Wars is the main pairing from? Or worse, are they from two different eras? They're not from two different eras. I I guess the, you would classify them as from the prequel era, but and Ray they survived a little longer than that. Well, hold on. Ray okay, is, the is this Obi Wan acquisition? Yoda. No. Obi Wan and Yoda was your <laughs> first you, thought. No, okay. Wait, wait, wait. That My would thought, make no, it no, later no, be no. Yoda slash Luke. You. Right, 
I actually forgot about that, but I'm saying those are the only two that are in like more than one era. So that was my first thought. I'm so sorry to everyone. Claudia, you are muted. Come on. Are these, is the ship gay? I need to know that. Yes. Yes, it is gay. Thank God. Is it two men or two women? (laughs) Two men. Bad already. Okay, cool. Um, Is Palpatine involved? Yes. (laughs) Oh, oh no. Oh, is it Palpatine Tarkin? No. Palpa okay. Tarkin is very powerful. <laughs> is it, oh. is it, um, so Palpatine's one half of the main ship is the other side of it. Um, are they part of the Empire or would they be against the Empire? Is it Palpatine Anakin? No. Um, oh, thank God. I guess, well, being a part of the Wait. Empire would be suggest, suge- they're not a rebel. I'll say that. Is it, is it Boba Fett? No. No, not a rebel, not a bounty hunter. Uh, Stop, don't say, it's not Thrawn. Don't say Thrawn. It's not Thrawn. Thank God. Okay. It's going to be a deep cut, guys. Is this a deep cut? acquisition in Vegas weddings? We don't know. No, no, you know, you know, you know, you know. Okay. Is it Lux Terry? No, it's not Lux Terry. It's not Ahsoka. It's not, okay, it's men. It's men. It's men. It's a non-force user. Krennic? No. Are they from not a, movie? a high, not a high-ranking imperial f- official either? Callus. Are they? A, is it Bail Organa? Uh, no, not a politician. Okay. Oh my God, we're running out of male Uncle characters Lowen? here. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Owen. Oh wait, 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 wait! Remember, remember, they mentioned um, clones later on. There's, there's Django clones. Claudia, it's no. Django and Palpatine. No, it's not Django. It's not Django, but it is a is clone. Is it Rex and Palpatine? No. Is it Cody? Is it Cody. No. Is it five? Five? No. Is it Wolf? Is it, it, it five oh first or two twelve? No, neither. Is, is it Wolf? wolf? Fox? No. Is it one of the Bad Batch? No. No. Fox. What? Yes. Fox. Not Fox. No. Fox and Palpatine child acquisition. Oh my okay, god. Okay, okay. So, that, so here's, no, here's no. what the tags say. Here's what the tags say now. The Fox slash Sheev is not romantic. They get sham married and divorced, and Fox hates Palpatine. Ray is the baby. Um, Commander Fox and the prenup from hell. In the future, there will be Fox Luke or Fluke, as I like to call it. Pause, <laughs> pause, pause, pause. Fox is the same age as Rex. And you're going to tell me that old ass Fox is going An to be in a relationship with old man? Luke Skywalker? Here's the summary. Here's the summary. Here's the summary. Uh, based on this Tumblr post, okay. So to give you a little bit of backstory, the reason that the person sent this to me on TikTok was because they were like, "Oh, have you not heard about the whole?" Because um, I was talking about how cursed Tarkin talk is, and they were like, "Oh, have you not heard about the whole um, Fox Palpatine thing going on on okay. Tumblr?" And I was like, "The what?" I actually and like. I don't want to add this, but I actually did know about that because <laughs> okay. no, listen, no, 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 listen. I I'm a Fox apologist, and I oh, I, I could I could get into that because I think like he was okay. set for failure, and Absolutely. I do spend a lot of time in the Commander Fox tag on Tumblr because I'm Foxio, baby. I'm I'm obsessed with him. Um, I remember seeing this and being like, "What tags do I have to blacklist so I do not ever see this again?" Yeah. Anyway, um, so, Fox so- King, I'm so sorry. Based on this person's Tumblr post where Fox and Palpatine end up in a fake relationship and sham marriage because both thinks the other is sincere and that they are manipulating the other, but Fox had one hell of a prenup and ends up cleaning house when he divorces Sheev and saves the galaxy. Okay, actually, period, though. Hold on, hold on, hold on. This is not that story. This is a failed version of that story I thought oh. of because my two brain cells were like, Ray Palpatine? That makes Fox her step-grandpa. And I wanted them to meet. It also is turning into a sequels fix-it. Disclaimer, I kind of take sequels canon about the sheep clones and I mash it with my fist until juice comes out and make lemonade and do whatever I want because they don't explain enough. Fox wakes up with from cryostasis to a galaxy recovering from the fall of the Empire as the universe... No, pause. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. <laughs> as the universe's bitterest ex-husband because he didn't get to kill Palpatine himself. <laughs> He's not going to let some discount clone of Sheev ru- ruin things again either and ends up with a surprise step-granddaughter along, okay. step-granddaughter along the way. I know he did not just call Rey a discount clone of Sheev. No, no, no. He's saying the, the clone of Sheev that is the Palpatine who rose again. 
Oh, okay. So, okay. New Palpatine. Pa- Palpatine 2.0. Oh, okay. Fox King, I am so sorry Somehow that someone Palpatine would do this to you. <laughs> I lost whatever brain cells I had left from hearing <laughs> all of those words at once. Oh, First wait, of all, wait. Commander Fox and the Premium <laughs> from Hell took five years off my life. <laughs> Actually, wait, I wait, think wait. that's my new gender for next week is Commander Fox and the prenup from hell. Wait, the notes, the notes are based on this fake text post. Jesus Christ. Fox decides he wants financial compensation for the stress and woos Palpatine. And Palpatine thinks that stringing Fox along is the best way to keep his loyalty. And they both think they're playing the other and end up escalating things to marriage with a capital M. But Fox has a prenup with a capital P. So solid, so solid he divorces Sheev and gets like most of the Republic and saves the galaxy. This is not that story. This is an alternate version where Fox's plan fails and he ends up saving the galaxy much, much later. Now I need to click on this fucking Tumblr post. I can't let you do that. We need no, to no, move I'm, on. We need, I'm, no, I'm, we need to move on. This is, we this need is, to move on. I feel like I had one and I'm almost like, now I feel dumb because mine was not that rich. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> the Tumblr I post, I'm going to drop in the chat for you guys to look Please, at later. I because... don't want to see it. I have, I probably have the type blocked, so I don't think I'll be able to access it. I'm just, um, I have one. No, there's fan art. No, Claudia, no, I'm making, I'm making you look Claudia. at the fan art. Claudia, really? this is an audio medium. Anyway, um, I'm going to have to ask physically you ill. I feel like I'm gonna later. So so valid, bestie. (laughs) You're so valid for feeling physically loved with that. I started disassociating during all of that because I was like, what the fuck is this? I have one. This one's not as fun as that, but it is. So this one, I don't think is like inherently a bad or like cursed ship. It just took me so off guard that I was like, no, okay, pause. Um, So this is rated teen and up. The characters... That are not included in the main ship um are let me read there's other background relationships i'll read those as well it's padme amidala and anakin skywalker and cody and obi-wan kenobi the characters include cody obi-wan kenobi anakin skywalker padme amidala prey visla bo-katan Kreese, darth maul savage opress almec uh 101st legion star wars the 212th attack battalion ahsoka tano the additional tags are marriage of convenience, alternate universe canon divergence, assassination attempts, friends to lovers, past relationships, kidnapping, civil war, corruption, terrorists, other additional tags to be added, rating may change, bounty hunters, rare pairings. And I've not told you the title yet because it will give it away. Did we talk okay. about this yesterday? I, I don't believe we did. So none of the characters you just listed off were the main ship. They are not in the main ship. I would say marriage of convenience and assassination attempts are the probably the main thing. Jess? Is Corky involved in this? Corky is not in it. Okay. <laughs> Everyone just us, took a sigh of relief. Can you give us a ballpark? So obviously these are Clone Wars characters, correct? Correct, yes. Is this a crack ship? Or is it a ship that we know, sort of? It is, it is a ship that I have never seen, and I have not known peace since I saw it. Okay. Does it involve I, Satine? Gay. It does involve Satine. Is it does gay? it involve Jar Jar? <laughs> it's not. <laughs> I, I don't think this is a crack ship. Because I've actually seen this. I did look through the tag, and it is tagged like as a background ship in other fix. Is it Rex? Is it Satine, Kreese, and Previsla? It is Satine Kreese and Rex. Okay, because I've seen that in the background of like a fuckload of fix. So that's actually not Where have y'all huh? been on the internet? Wait, what, was the what was the title? What was the title of that? Is the clone consort? I, I think I've seen that no, fucking thing. The, the, I think the, I've seen it. The summary is: "Marry me," she says bluntly. I beg your pardon, Duchess. He replies, bewildered, as his eyebrows almost reach his hairline. A fucking same, well bitch. Heard. You damn well heard what I said, Captain. Satine says with an amused smirk. He did, in fact, hear what she said. Now, only if his brain could think of some response so he can stop staring at her like an awestruck shiny. Update. On hiatus until end of the summer. What? On hiatus forever. Um, This actually has 11,000 words and five chapters. So shut the fuck up. Okay, here's the thing. This is not the worst thing Correct. Yeah. I I showed you the worst thing ever. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I think it's important to note that like some of these that are bring, being brought to the table, the ship is not cursed. It's the fact, it's the tags, it's the story that the tags tell is really like, the most important yeah. thing. 
And this there's nothing wrong yeah. with the ship per se. Very much it's like very the, uh, hair the spares yeah. to me. Very much like the other one I was gonna bring, but then I realized Mel already knows it, which is um <laughs> Hunter slash Hondo Onaka. <laughs> Wait, you should have you shouldn't have you shouldn't have spoiled that for us. I would no. wanted to guess it. I, I'm so sorry, well. but I did have to say it. Um I tried, I just couldn't make it work. But no, this one, like I said, it's not inherently cursed, but it is something that when I read it, I feel like I was like, okay, pause. I feel what like is just that? The tags on that one too. Like as soon as you were like marriage for convenience, I was like, who the fuck? Like- I also like in what world is Satine marrying I love Rex, but in what world is Satine marrying a clone and a member of the Galactic Army of the Republic convenient? Also it's a gay not man. Yeah. That's really weird. I mean the it's fact that she would marry a homo. It just truly it made me feel insane and I had to share it with all of you because I had a draft on my TikTok being like what is this but then I was like that's mean so I had to bring it to you guys speaking of Rex who do we ship him with Saw Gerrera oh oh, yeah sorry sorry I'm sorry I blanked I'm I am so sorry that I that was insulting dear god Saw I'm so sorry your brain got fried by the the Palpatine x-fox Palpatine fox Thanks so much for joining us this week for RuPalp's Pod Race. Um, episodes usually drop Sundays, but for updates and more cursed shit, you can follow us on social media at RuPalp's Pod Race on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Um, and if you got us the time, leave us a review. A review. We're on Apple Podcasts now. It'd be super exciting to see you guys there. Um, we will see you next week for another episode. May the force be with you, and don't crip it up. Waka waka. Okay. Waka waka. Beat me to the fucking punch. <laughs> oh.